it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. You. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, My Guy Monkey. Hello. Hello. Before we start, oh. big apologies to My yeah. Guy Monkey. I was running super late. Yeah. But for you, you the listener, like obviously, it doesn't matter. But for My Guy Monkey, yes. Super duper late. So sorry before we, are we start. Are we recording? Oh, of course we are. It's all live. Okay. We, we, we have it's, not these saying, it's not saying record my site, so I'm just checking. Oh, oh my God. We lost another one. Start again. <laughs> start again. No, mine it says start recording. Check it up okay, sure. okay. Maybe mine's just delayed. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be fine. So um, okay. as, as always, we've got a topic. Uh, and you came up with an interesting idea this week. Did I? Tell us. <laughs> no. um, I said let's talk about the DCEU or the DC Extended Universe because Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut, comes out in about two or three weeks' time, March 18th in the, the UK. Okay. Yeah, Justice League. So I thought let's talk about the current slate, uh, talk, preview Zack Snyder's Justice League, talk about some of the movies that are definitely coming out, or they think they Excellent. are in development, and then you can tell me if you think they're any good or not. Yes, okay. I look forward to hearing about these things. <laughs> <laughs> this is Amazing. how much I have to uh, the conversation. But you've, uh, you've seen them all, which is good, because you recently saw Wonder Woman and the you movies. Birds of Prey. Yeah, just the movies. Yeah, so, the movies. Yeah, so, so, so you got enough to bring to the table. So, the DCEU um, after after um, the Dark Knight trilogy finished, and in between there was a Green Lantern movie. Uh, back in 2011, they thought let's start making some movies because Marvel were doing incredibly well. And so in 2013, um, a film came out called Man of Steel. Do you remember this film? You yeah. should do because you're a yes. big Superman fan. New, new version of Superman. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Starring the sexy Henry Cavill, flat, you know, British. So we have to, he's representing. <laughs> directed, confused with, yeah. With, what was it? Superman Returns, which was sort of in between. Yeah, Brendan Ross. Another Roth Superman movie. That's another reboot. Uh, so th- so that one didn't this, go anywhere. Nah, I didn't go. But um, so this directed by uh, Zack Snyder, of course, the very first movie in his his world, should we say? Well, we're all just kind of living in his world. Uh, but I always remember back to like Dawn of the Dead. That's my favorite film that he ever made, the remake. Um, and then I felt Watchmen and um, 300 had a similar style and a similar sort of color palette, which he brought into Man of Steel. But do you do you remember Man of uh, Steel much? And tell us how much you enjoyed it. Well, I've watched, rewatched it a few times. Um, I don't remember much about it. It's it's, it's Superman, but. I mean, I just remember the vibe that 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 people have about it. That it sort of took away a lot of the Superman from Superman. Yeah. And get, sort of took away his sort of bold, poor, living for justice sort of personality, and just sort of turned into an action hero who maybe didn't really give much to the the little man. Whereas the older ones, he was always saving. He always had the the general public in mind first he was always saving them first yeah but then man of steel is the one right which sets up sets off 
things in motion for the next movies in the sense that it's just it's just so much action and plowing through buildings and everything's falling down um he he, he probably in part caused 911 um <laughs> <laughs> they they're just fighting everywhere you know they are they sorry, are american sorry <laughs> <laughs> this this is post nine um, eleven though, so this exactly. ha- this film was so. So even if if uh, um, in Americans might be insulted by that remark, you know you can't escape the fact that nine eleven happened, and then films did change, and, and there was a lot more building destructions going on, and you know perhaps because people were thinking about that and having that in in mind, and yeah, he's destroying stuff. I think General Zog or whatever his name is comes back. The three from old Superman two, yeah. Those guys come back in a different form, so that was pretty cool. Good fights. Um, there was a spaceship, I think, on the Earth as well. They go into that at some point. I think that's about that's about all I got. <laughs> Brilliant. They fly, through, they fly through one window out and out another in buildings, and then many times yeah. things fall down. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, it was it was a clean reboot of the Superman. So this is Superman, not as we knew and remembered and loved him. It was just brand new. Uh, it, was mm. a, it was a complete re- reboot. Um, but it's basically the basic premise of Superman. For those who don't know and listen to this podcast, it's it's about alien who lands okay. to planet Earth. Um, is yeah. brought up by a family called the Kents, um, and they. The, the father in this film tells him to hide his powers, which becomes kind of like the mm. running thing throughout where um, if, if everyone knows you, this incredible, powerful person, they'll all just want to put you down and put you on a pedestal. While the, yeah. the, the other Superman movies were more about, yeah, help people and you become a beacon of hope and a, um, a mm. way for people to kind of always think there is still something out there. But unlike here, his tone just was completely different. Then, obviously, yeah. you're right, Zod landed, and Zod's telling him about how, you know, how our planet got destroyed and all, all that kind of, like, politics and how his dad helped, didn't help kind of save the, everyone. He just saved Kal-El and left the rest of the planet to die. So Jor-El just kind of, like, yeah. stole that genetic code and just sent his son. <laughs> forget yeah. the rest of the planet he could yeah. but you, you know that is <laughs> does that tie in with this, the story of the 80s one because essentially on back on krypton he was basically banned from doing anything he was he was outvoted yes. to even telling the public that it was that it was real that this that the planet was about to explode so he couldn't really do, do anything except send his son secretly out the, out the back door that was like yes. his only chance to yeah. save save their kind. Yes, I, I, I guess think they took away some of that morality. It, it didn't well. feel it. Maybe it just didn't convey that way across in the film. It just felt like he's just no. left his son, and he doesn't care about everyone else. And it, it, it maybe because it's just they're trying to cram in quite a bit in this film. So they they do his origin. They want to show his planet being destroyed, his dad's stuff. Then you want to tell the story of Zod. And then Zod and him have to have a fight. But you're right. Yeah. I think one of the things that lacked in this film that happened really well in Wonder Woman 1984 and in Superman is mm. he wasn't saving people. 
and no. he, he wasn't he didn't have the bright red blue saving people and yeah. helping just help it instead they just destroyed yeah. half half yeah. metropolis maybe more who knows the thing, and the thing when you watch man of steel i think is you have to place it in the order it was produced in in terms of like what year it was produced in and this was like the year of of reboots in the sense they were going for dark because we'd already had um dark knight yeah yeah they had real big success with that whole series yeah batman begins dark knight and dark knight rises so it was all about bringing back the superheroes making them super realistic and kind of real and gritty and dark and although that would not really suit superman they still went ahead and did it anyway so that's what you've got to remember when you watch man of steel i think then you can see through that lens of where they were coming from because they started to redeem we'll get onto them i'm sure but they started to redeem sort of superman's old nature eventually yeah uh, they tried to course correct um it just took them a while. So I think um, the thing that they saw was obviously the Dark Knight trilogy did incredibly well. So they thought that tone works and it, and it does for Batman. But that yeah. same tone you can't bring into every superhero movie and say our universe will be dark because yeah. everything should be dark. It, it, it works for him. It might even work for Aquaman. It, you know, it might work for The Flash, but it might not work for um, Shazam or um, Man of Steel. I don't think it works for any of them. I think it works for Batman only because all of those heroes, you just want to see them zoom zoom about, do something heroic and feel happy for them. Why, why do we want to feel <laughs> depressed about them? Like, oh, the whole world hates them. and they, Yeah, they, they, they destroyed stuff while they were trying to save people or not even trying to save people. They just, no. just don't even care. Well, we don't want to see that. That's not what DC heroes are about. What's also Except quite was quite um that whole the battle happens they they smash up most of metropolis he yeah. snaps sod's neck spoiler that's for all of these films by the way it's <laughs> too late said it um but then you know by, by the end of it um he goes back into the daily planet and the whole whole metropolis seems to have fixed itself he's oh, yeah. not even helped fix it by the looks of things because they didn't mm. even have like a scene where what they should have done just just a couple bits he doesn't have to constantly save everyone but when the building's crashing and um, Lawrence Fishburne's in there and Amy Adams are there, so Lewis Lane, he could have just pretended to fly and save one or two people and then fly yeah. up to do the battle. Then people would be like, okay, he is Superman. He's actually yeah. stopping to save people. But what mm. we just saw was he just, he fighted against Sod and the big dubstep machine. Um, and he was just smashing up more of our planet. It just seemed this alien came down to planet Earth and he just kept breaking things. And even at the end, he broke one of the satellites for no reason. And he gave it to the army, huh? said, here you go. <laughs> this <laughs> Superman is terrible. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's got a completely different focus, hasn't it? So, and, but the thing is that I always think is that Superman is overpowered, which we know. Yeah. Which means he has to have a weakness. And usually that very convenient weakness is having care for people when you're around so that when you're fighting a big bad and it's everything if you've always got in your mind i have to save 100 percent of the people at the same time that actually gives gives a super overpowered enemy uh, a hero like a challenge 
like it's not just gonna be i just saved the, i just saved the world because i'm super powered it's i just saved the world but it was tough because i had to save every single person i could as well at the same time but i guess in the in the 80s ones like that being the hero of the people was very part much part of the story yeah. whereas i guess i didn't want to focus that on that at all in this one now so um that there are bits in the movie that has like wayne uh, a wayne enterprise uh satellite that flies past mm. and so you know they're, they're, yeah so they're trying to build the world in a in in a very subtle way that you know these yeah. two exist in the same and and they do because metropolis and gotham aren't that far away on a map mm. but um yeah I, I i felt i felt like the trailers and everything had me excited about the film i realized Zack snyder's directing it and i know it's more missed than here but i still went in and and yeah i liked some of the origin because uh, uh, you know it's, we all know what it is but it is what it is but yeah. then it just got too dark like i want my superman to save people i want him to help someone yeah. and because he never did that then the following films i didn't feel for him by the time he came to the next film i was no, like well you don't kick, feel for anyone kick, in the next kick him yeah kick him <laughs> So, yeah. Man of Steel, anything else you want to say? 2013. So, the only other thing I'd say, in 2013, um, Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe had started. So, mm-hmm. already we'd have Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and the Avengers. So, they'd seen what they'd done already, yeah. what they were building. They could I see guess. it building towards something. Yeah. And, they, and then their response then, was to do one movie with Superman being not likable. <laughs> I think that's, that started, they started the universe, they started with Superman, because it takes a while to shoot, uh, edit, and get it released. And then in 2012, the Avengers would have dropped, and their jaws would have dropped to the floor and thought, how did we miss a trick here? Because Marvel had sold off a lot of their, you know, Spider-Man, X-Men, um, Fantastic Four, a lot of their properties, Blade, and they had started off with Iron Man, Thor, Captain yeah. America, who weren't household names, Incredible Hulk, maybe. And they brought them together and they did that. And then so after Man of Steel comes out and they see what the other team have done, they're like, OK, let's get the two biggest superheroes we have and let's mash them yes. into a movie, which should have been a slam dunk from the start. Just from the title alone, yeah, it should totally. be it should be the best. Yeah. The title, Batman v Superman. Yeah. So before That's we jump on to the next one. always wanted to do. What, Man of Steel, anything else you want to say about it before we move on? Would you tell people, uh, no. watch it? Int. Uh, you know what? I love Superman, so I do enjoyed it. It, it, it could have been done with more of that, that heroic vibe. But it is what it is. It's another remake of Superman. I will always love the original. I say the original eighties movies. Obviously, there was stuff before that as well. So, mm. but the, the the ones that really hit home for me were eighties when I was born. Spoiler alert: I was born in the eighties. <laughs> Another spoiler. So, um, so yeah, the, uh, my guy monkey seal of approval. Uh, it then got followed by Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. So, the hype for this movie, like as soon as I knew this movie was coming out. Are super excited. This is Batman v Superman. Two of the most iconic superheroes in 
cinema. Like, you know, yeah. Avengers have done incredibly well. You know, X Men or Spider Man, whoever. You know, they're all amazing. But Batman and Superman were the two biggest, like most iconic characters that I knew of in cinema. I was super yeah. excited to see them turn up in a movie. Um, and then when when they first talked about the uh, the release date, they had it uh, originally. They were going to release it as the same day as Captain America three. And at first, I thought uh. it doesn't matter what this Captain America film is, it's it's <laughs> just going to die because this is Batman yeah. and Superman, right? And it doesn't matter how yeah. good Cap is because when they made the announcements, this is like going back in like 2014, 2015. So at that point, um, we'd had Winter Soldier, but we didn't know what the next Cap, Cap film was. And I love Winter Soldier, but I thought, oh, that's a bad move because mm. this is Batman v Superman. They will crush it. Um, and yeah. so they both stuck with the same dates. So Marvel didn't move. Um, and they kept it the same day as opening day as um, Batman v Superman. And then... Um, whatever reason warner brothers pushed the, the date forward because they got scared i think once they realized <laughs> captain america 3 was going to be civil war where they were going to mm. combine all of the current slate of avengers characters coming together in one movie they moved batman v superman mm. they, they're the ones that they play chicken with each other yeah dc fight lost the chicken the game they, <laughs> they did. Uh, Batman v Superman uh, came out in the UK over uh, Easter weekend. So we have like over Easter, we normally have like bank holidays on Friday, Saturday, and Monday. I went on a Friday morning. I remember going to watch this on a on an Easter so Friday morning. Yeah, on Good Friday, uh, I maxed it as well because I was so excited to see these two. And my God, monkey, how excited were you? Did it live up to your expectations? Was it everything you dreamt it would be? What, the DC word or the Civil War? That might be Super... <laughs> Civil not Civil War. Iron, Iron Man v Superman. Captain America? That might be Superman. <laughs> that might be Superman. Okay, so it's, a, it's the rich the rich guy with the tech versus yeah, the superpowered guy. Yeah, basically the same film. Captain America versus... <laughs> um, well, first of all, I have to say that I, I watched all of the Marvels at this point as well, but I didn't watch Civil War. It, they, their tactic of close to each other yeah. works. I didn't scared War, you off. Oh my I didn't watch it for ages. I eventually went back and watched Civil War, but I wasn't interested. But actually, it might have been the DC movies that put me off the Marvel movies because I, I didn't want to see any more battling. I was like, I don't want to see people fighting. Any more versus, yeah. I don't want to see miserable people mixed up heroes. Um, but yeah, I, I saw the the V Superman. Is um, it called Dawn of Justice? Dawn of Justice, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed it. I, I just... It was long and artistic, I remember, and I, I very much enjoyed that style. And then, you know, the reviews come out, and it's oh, it's terrible. It was too slow. It was too artistic, and it all got shit on. But I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I didn't watch it because it was long. So maybe you know, there's there's some gives and takes about that. And it definitely failed in some respects. There's certain lines in the film that were just 
kind of not thought out. But it was great to see Wonder Woman turn up. That was probably the biggest moment for everyone. Yeah, hundred percent. I uh, I think overall, I don't know what was going in. I had overhyped it in my head, so it's a massive disappointment <laughs> for me. Um, I felt so. I watched the film. Then there's an extended version, which I think is another thirteen minutes, which uh, I wow. bought on DVD, and it fills in some plot holes. It um, actually gives Clark Kent a bit more work to do. And he gets to be a reporter as well. Oh, he actually does some reporting. Um, it then explains yeah, nice. the bullets better. It explains uh, the branding. Why does Batman do the branding? And why are people beaten? So th- there's, there's certain things oh, in yeah. the plots that get explained. They also explain why did the guy who was in the courtroom explode and Superman not realize there was a bomb? <laughs> because it was in uh, mm. it was in Casing of Steel. But that's explained in the extended yeah. cut but not in the cinematic cut. But still, mm. there, was, there was a big jar of pee that was on her table. Um, there was all sorts of weird things mm. about this movie that didn't quite quite add up. Like, um, Wonder Woman wants the picture back, but um, mm. Batman finds, when he encrypts the thing, he finds like a little flash drive. And there's like these videos that he encrypts yeah. of the heroes. Of these heroes. So someone's gone away. He's taken the videos, which is Lex Luthor, I imagine. But then someone's done some clip art for him because each one of them had like a little Justice League character icon on them when yeah, she double-clicked nice. it. And I was like, they, oh, wow. They prepared his whole Justice League for him. <laughs> yeah, that was the dawn of the Justice League. It, it didn't make sense why it had to be called Dawn of the Justice League. It just, uh, it could have just been dawn a film. Yeah. Well, they obviously it, wanted to feed it into the next one, which was the, yes. the Justice League. Yeah, but I think you know you don't have to do that in a title. You're right. No, I think it could have just been Batman v Superman. They could have fought us earlier in the film. I think, especially when you make a film like this and you put that title up there, kids are interested. And I think yeah. one of the problems is if you're going to wait an hour, maybe an hour and a half, before the two title characters who you put as Batman v Superman actually have a punch up, yeah, people are going to be really disappointed. Um, it, and then straight after that, there's the Martha which has now become kind of like a big meme uh, about his mother saying, saying yeah. the mom's name and they stop fighting. Uh, and then the whole doomsday battle. But what, what they, they made a ch- change in the movie was when uh, Bruce is fighting against doomsday in his little jet, um, I think Alfred says to him, he goes, oh, why don't you go to downtown Metropolis? Because <laughs> it's gone five o'clock. And everybody's out the offices now. So they went <laughs> they went and they corrected the Man of Steel problem by saying, hey, smash up some buildings. It's okay now because nobody's at work. So they got away <laughs> around there. That doesn't make sense. They'll still be out in the streets. They'll be dying. <laughs> That's yes. even worse. Also, you'll have janitors there. You'll still have maintenance staff there. You'll still have security. So it's it's just one, one thing. Um, I did... Um, despite all the kind of things I didn't like about the film, I think for me Ben Affleck was amazing as Batman. I loved him as Batman mm-hmm. and, and Bruce Wayne, and he's got a really cool action sequence which feels like the Arkham game, uh, where when he smashes through the building and he takes down all those people. That was amazing. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Wonder Woman just comes in right at the end mm-hmm. and basically saves the day, saves the movie. Yes, yeah. with a slightly problematic theme. 
<laughs> which doesn't get carried forward into other movies, but it's still exciting to see her. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a... exciting at last after the other two have just been miserable. In the like trailer, there's a really funny line where um, Superman turns around to Batman and says, is she with you? He said, I thought yeah. she was with you, which is really funny in the trailer. But in yeah. the movie, it doesn't make any sense because Bruce Wayne gave her the information. He gave her the pictures. He's met mm. her at the party. Bruce Wayne knows who he, Batman knows who she is. Yeah. So why does he say, I thought she was with you? Like it didn't well, make any sense. Well, it's... that's the thing. They cut. I think they outsource their bits, different bits of of the film these days. So they'll go right, make the end sequence for us, and oh, and we'll do the end sequence, uh, all the action and all that stuff, and then try and plug it into the movie. And that's probably why it just ends up that that they do not mesh. No. Yeah. But yeah, so I think if the if they released the ultimate edition, it would have been even longer. But it would have made more sense. It was a bit more clearer. But yeah, yeah I need to see this. I haven't seen the extended. Version. It's even um, it's even got a bit more at the start. It's it's it just there's a bit more reporting. There's a bit more explanation on like the the, the bullets that are used at the start because they're talking about you know how the the people who died at the start of the film. Those mm. people were killed by Superman, but really right. he didn't kill them because they were gunned down. But that's explained better because that's the reason why Batman kind of come. All all the kind of the reasons why they fight is better yeah, explained yeah. In, in the Ultimate Edition, which is a shame because you shouldn't have to go out to seek another movie to explain the movie yeah. you've just seen. <laughs> no, I, I guess they got scared and started cutting bits from the movie to make it shorter. Yeah, but then just ruined it. And it didn't end up any shorter because people still complained it was too long. So they didn't win. They, they should have <laughs> no. stuck with what they had rather than trying to get something in between. And, and I think because um, he had a bit of freedom in making Man of Steel and that made a lot of money. So they kind of gave him whatever that he wanted for this version. And he just went wild and he mm-hmm. made it so... Superman's at the very start of the movie just smashed into that guy into the brick wall. He's dead. Batman was gunning down people, killing them. It just seemed like, you know, these superheroes that we got, doesn't matter what they come up against, mm-hmm. they'll just kill them. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah it, it was. And then on the other hand, you're right, we got Captain America Civil War, which you finally got around to watching. So, what was your take on Civil War? She came I out same year, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man it versus... Had, it had Ant-Man. Getting yes, it big, did, yeah. It great. was Giant-Man, yeah, that was amazing. Ant-Man is, is the star of the show for me. I don't, I don't care about Captain America, and I don't care about Iron Man. But I think, I think what they did better was, it, it's called Civil War, the fight between Iron Man and Cap happens in the middle of the film, and then it happens right at the end of the film. But throughout the film, there's enough things happening. There's the chase with uh, the Winter Soldier where uh, Cap, uh, Scarlet Witch, not Scarlet Witch, Scarlett Johansson's character, um, and even uh, Black Panther, they're all chasing him. And and he's coming out of the building, there's running, there's loads of enough to keep you entertained until you have the amazing fight which happened in the airport, which had uh, Spider-Man came along to that as well. And that was just incredible. Yeah. It just goes to show if you've 
put time and effort into your characters, yeah, you get the you payoff. And you compare it to, like you say, uh, Batman v Superman, and they basically they start they come up with the title, and all ever, well, anyone ever wanted to see was Batman fight Superman. Yeah, they didn't cut, really come up with anything else around it. They just delayed it, and then eventually you get a fight which didn't last for anything. It's kind of pointless. So <laughs> a complete letdown in terms of Batman fighting Superman. It could have been yeah. two movies that they could have done something different. Like they could have done uh, a Batman v Superman where it leads up to their fight and then they actually fight for quite a decent amount and something, you know, things can actually happen. Uh, actually have different action sequences. They pull out different, different um, powers and different tech out of the bag and stuff. And then, and then what's his name? Doom turns up. Doomsday. Doomsday. And maybe it goes into another movie. They're like, oh. Cliffhanger. They have to, yeah. to go into hiding or something for a moment. And then the next movie is Dawn of Justice because this is when they're going to team up. Yes. See, it could have been you, two you, movies. They could have stretched it out. You, you, you've already made a better movie than they did. <laughs> I think at the, at the start of the film, there's a moment where Ben Affleck's character is in the car and he's driving through... Um, metropolis and he sees buildings crashing around him and he sees the wayne enterprise building smash and he grabs that little girl and he saves her but he looks into the air and he can see superman and zod smashing yeah. up i mean there's your motivation yeah. for him to want to fight superman he doesn't need any it's more done. than that exactly you, you put it in your film that was just an, an incredible five ten minute star you don't need more than that he's He's motivated, yeah. and then I just, you just, I just need to convince how he, Superman. I just want to see how Batman is going to move into Metropolis, or how he's going to get him over to Gotham and deal with him. Let's see, let's see what he's going to do. Because he has to sort out all the technology and stuff to make it work. Obviously, they do in the movie. It's just a, a kryptonite suit or whatever. But you know, that could have been the whole basis of the movie. Yeah. And it could be more like begins as well, because they could have gone right down to the detail, have yeah. that sort of very real text feel to it, and bringing it all down. He has to travel it. Will, will Superman get catch wind of it and stop him getting to even to to Metropolis? So you know. for me, that was a massive disappointment. But where, where do you put it? Should people watch this? Uh, I, I say it's on you. I, I won't take responsibility for it. <laughs> it's quite a long film. Um, I would say watch Civil War instead. If you can watch a film and it has to be a versus, watch Captain America nah, Civil War. Nah. Much better. No, so. in, that, in that terms, I'd say get get the extended version. The watch Ultimate Edition, yeah. yeah. The Ultimate Edition is good. Yeah. Yes. So in, watch in the Man s- of Steel first as well. Of the course, watch it all. <laughs> It all, all in one long go. And just, yeah. just, you can spend an entire day, at least an entire afternoon. Oh, easily, yeah. Uh, so in the same year, 2016, August of 2016, uh, Warner Brothers released the, I mean, what else can you say? The Suicide Squad. Yes. And you loved this one. You loved, it. you loved it, didn't you? I love Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. It's probably the the uh, best made film of the last a thousand years. It's <laughs> it's just it, it typifies all that is quality and art. Yeah, it's a very By, cohesive movie, well put together. 
just absolute, yeah, it's incredible. There is, it's, it's a masterpiece. Uh, most there's people no would say. There's no flaws <laughs> at all. None, none at all. I mean, ah, oh, but okay. So, what did you really think about the movie? What does, that's what I think. I mean, oh, you want me to come up with some some minor flaws in the movie? Like <laughs> if there is such a thing. Like... <laughs> I can't. So again, I, um, I, I watched the extended yeah, cut of this one as well. Case, yeah. Okay. Was the extended cut better, or was it worse? So uh, <clears throat> no, I I I really like the extended version that he had. So it's not <clears throat> it's not the so-called um, the air cut, the David air cut. There's a um, there's another one which has another again, um, wasn't that much longer, maybe ten or fifteen minutes, but it had more Joker. And <clears throat> despite all the problems that the film had, and people mm. hated the Joker character, I I think he just didn't have enough time on screen, Absolutely. and that goes down to just bad filming, because what they what they should have done from the start was made the Joker the main villain, and the Suicide Squad with the help of Harley Quinn have to get the Joker. That, it's mm. that simple. He would have had a, he would have had yeah. more to do. He would have beaten. He would have amazed. He would have been better. But I felt like he was just sidelined, and he didn't even need to be in the film because it was almost no, like he's no. in his own film. And then you had the Suicide Squad film, and every so often he would come into the Suicide Squad film, disappear, and then would carry on with the Suicide. Then he'd come back in and do his thing, and then he'd disappear. Yeah. And it, and he should have been he should have been the focus of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, there needed to be a focus in other in other ways. Yeah, so I I agree. I mean, they recorded his stuff, a lot more stuff. Like you said, there's a, a cut where they put that back in. So that's yeah, definitely worth having a look at. And yeah, I mean, what's the point in putting him in if it's not necessary? You should have just left him out or left him all the way in. Yeah, not left it halfway. No, I think I think maybe once he made the film and they were cutting it, they realised they've got all this footage that doesn't make sense. And on paper, it sounded quite good yeah. that he could just come into the story, walk out of the story, carry on with suicide, and then come in, come out. And, and it feels like none of it works. And it's, no. it's just such a bad mesh of a film where they've just tried to do... And it, and it, and it became like a, a terrible video game that you play with, um, mm-hmm. But on God mode as well. So you got Will Smith. He jumps on top of the thing and goes. Every time I shoot, I don't miss. And he's just shooting yeah. bullets straight at these gooey things, and they're all just disappearing and dying. And it's like this. This is like play. Yeah, it's just it's terrible. At least I can't even remember, but I know it's terrible. That's what I remember. And they have a little team up thing at the end. I remember that didn't work. Just it's just a terrible movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, so would you recommend anyone watching Suicide Squad? You know what? Actually, I would not <laughs> recommend anyone watch Suicide Squad. Although I have to say, like some young people that I knew at that time were well into it. They were yeah. like, "Yes, this is this is pop culture. This is this is what they're expecting and what they're wanting to see." So as, as terrible as it it may seem, like it. It slammed a load of pop culture and songs together, and that's all yes. enough for for kids. So, you know, yeah, cause the and trailers it, looked amazing. Like uh, they'd cut it in such a way. Mm. Um, so stylish. what? So basically, what happened was they they did 
um, so he'd, he'd made his film, I think, and he did his shoots and whatever uh, reshoots that happen normally. But then um, because of how the trailers got received, they're like, oh, wow, the trailers got received really well because it's lighthearted, it's comedic tone, all those cool things that Batman mm. v Superman wasn't. They were like, yeah. oh, the company you made the trailer, can you recut this movie as well? Okay. And, they're, and they're like, well, okay. And then they went Try. away and recut the movie. And so whatever the film was before... Oh. To what it's become now, to what it became, what we saw, it, yeah. it could be completely different. Yeah, so uh, it's one of the main, another reason why the film is so bad. Yeah, I mean, a trailer company cutting the movie, it makes sense of how it ended up because in that case, it would just be a, a very long trailer for something. And that would be always the feeling you're getting. Like this, oh, there's something, there's something after this that's good. But what we're actually watching isn't isn't a good story. But we're getting an idea that there is something good beyond it. Yeah. And, and you know, and it also boosted the whole. Um, it brought back Harley Quinn into the yeah. public focus. Became a pop a uh, popular um, cosplay again. Obviously, she's always been a popular character in the background, but it just brings it to the forefront again, so that. That people are on board for her, for her stuff, which is a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's good in some ways. So, she, you know, she's a big, big character, fun character. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. I think I think she did really well in that film, even though like a lot of people got criticised. I think Will Smith and her came out of that film really well. I think for me, Jay Hernandez as well. Most people say Jai Courtney. I like Jai Courtney in most of the films, mm-hmm. but Jay, Jay Hernandez is always great. Um, yeah, other than that, it's just it's a terrible movie. <laughs> what else can you say about it? Um, yeah, but you're you could right. also say that they cut it down, like you say, they got it re- recut. They cut it down after they failed to cut the uh, Batman v Superman down, and so that was still overly long, and people didn't like that. So they went more in this sort of short um, trash trash direction. People didn't like that. It's, it's in that era. It was very much DC can't win. They're trying to capture the the Marvel market, the universe market, but they just can't do it. They can't quite get their finger on it. And yeah, that, yeah. And it's, then, it's, then obviously, and we're then, now at the lowest point in the DC EU, right? Man of Steel, I, Batman v Superman, yeah. Suicide Squad. I mean, we're looking True. down and we think it, it can't get any worse than this. Mm. And they and then and they proved us wrong, didn't they? <laughs> they what? With with a really good movie, with maybe, maybe <laughs> their what? best movie so far. No, it is their best movie so far. It's obviously Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder yes. Woman. yes. Got it. Uh, originally, when Gal got the role as Wonder Woman, she was coming off the Fast and Five, Fast Six, Seven series. And I, I, I didn't think she's Wonder Woman material because she's got to be a bit stronger. Gal looks a bit like she's she's great actress, right? But she looks a bit slim. She needs to bulk up a bit to become Wonder Woman. Anyway, she she did a great job in Batman v Superman, so I was wrong. Yeah. And then exactly. then came Wonder Woman, which was incredible. Simple. Yeah. Story, origin story, comes to the modern day. Not quite modern day, but World War times. The modern 50s or modern, 30s. And, and that, that's it. It's just a simple, self-contained story. None of this trying to pl- 
leave seeds for multiple films. Brightly shot, colorful, funny, everything we ever wanted from like Superman, I felt. But yes. it was Wonder Woman who delivered. I mean, you know, that's my opinion as well. It's just they brought all the stuff that where the last two films of Superman, where he's just been miserable and he never smiles. And that is not the Superman I know. And he's not saving anyone. But then you've got Wonder Woman here who's out to save humanity, not just save humanity, but save their moral core and give them something to believe in again. Things like that, you know, and she is a superhero, a real superhero by the end. Even if the CGI at the end is is, uh, beat on a little bit still. Yeah, uh, that all of that doesn't matter. Because um, <laughs> yeah, the first two thirds are better than anything they've done so far. Th- that whole trench, uh, the World War trench scene, No Man's Land is maybe the best thing Warner Brothers DCE have done so far. Mm. It's just incredible. It's all spectacular. It was amazing. She was Superman. How <laughs> she Superman was should Wonder be. Woman. She was Wonder <laughs> Woman. She 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 is the 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 beacon. Of this whole franchise, yeah. to be fair, yeah, she's uh, she does make a great Wonder Woman, and it reminds me of Christopher Reeve Superman, in the sense that the the actor Christopher Reeve believed in Superman and actually wanted to embody that for the good of the real humanity to to you know to embody something people can believe in, and I feel like Gal Gadot does that as well. She really is on board with who the character is. And even if even if later on, um, you know, even if that gets mixed up at all in in the way things are cut, the way things are changed, she believes in it. So you've got that core always there, so so that you know what who um, who Wonder Woman is, and that she believes in something, and then you can believe in the character. That probably helps a lot, rather than just oh, you, yes, I'm cast for this role, I'm good for this role, I'm going to get paid for this role. Um, anyone can else can come in and fill this role, but no one else can fill this role right now. It's her no. and her alone. And I, and I think uh, Warner Brothers had a smart choice here. They they got in Paddy Jenkins. Uh, when you when when it first shoots, mm. and you see Themyscira for the first time, it's beautiful, lush, green, gorgeous landscapes. Uh, up until this point, and Man of Steel, not so much because it, it it didn't really have that. Batman v Superman, maybe, maybe a tiny bit somewhere. But Suicide Squad, it's you could tell it's been directed by a man because you got um, when Harley Quinn's getting changed, mm. like it lingers on her, it lingers I in certain parts of, of stuff. Yeah. But Wonder Woman, when you've got these warriors and you see their outfits, they're they're quite they're they're longer as well because the next film has has so many bad examples of this where. Mm. Patty Jenkins directs the movie in a very different a way a female character should be portrayed on screen compared to the to the way Harley Quinn was yeah. portrayed and shown in Suicide Squad, and that happens yeah. in the next I mean, film as well. I'm not someone that I'm not someone that, that like holds up the torch always for you know stop objectifying women and all that stuff. Like I'm not going to be fighting always for that cause, but when it's in you're seeing it so badly on the film, just like. Yeah, that, this is old. This is, it's not the 70s anymore. Come on, guys. 
move forward. And I'm glad that they did that in Superman, uh, in Wonder Woman, gave it to a female director, let her bring that female character to life, make it, make her three dimensional and make her the best thing in the DCEU so far as well. Mm. So Wonder Woman, yeah, oh, it smashed it out of the park. Wonder Woman, masterpiece, right? Yeah. One, two, three, three films in, they finally have a big one. They've got Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's a must-watch. And bearing, seen it, it, bearing in mind it. Wonder Woman, bearing in mind that with, with that um, good take on Wonder Woman, they did have to backtrack a little bit from their one little showing of her in um, Dawn of Justice, where that did get a little bit of kickback for for the outfit and sort of the, the her arrival in that one. As, as great as it was to see Wonder Woman in that movie, yeah. it did have a it did have that that male director feel to it as well. Yeah. So they had to they had to fix that. And maybe if they hadn't shown that little flash, they wouldn't have got the feedback. And then maybe they wouldn't have fixed it in time. And it could be a lot worse. <laughs> could, could you imagine? Uh, so after Wonder Woman, Warner Brothers, now 2017, are buzzing. They're going to release their next film, which is going to be their equivalent to Marvel's Avengers Assembled. And that is, of course, the Justice League. Again, a oh, movie yeah. on paper. <laughs> a movie on paper that should have been a slam dunk critically yeah. commercially everything this is batman superman aquaman wonder woman flash and they put cyborg in here or even if they put uh, the martian manhunter it doesn't matter or green lantern yeah. justice league is what everyone wants to see in my in my opinion if you're a dc fan yeah and boy did they yeah. deliver with this film oh my god it's amazing <laughs> if what we thought Suicide Squad <laughs> if, if you thought Suicide Squad was a, a masterpiece this is the Citizen's Kane of comic book hero movies this was the it's movie like the galaxy level yes. the last one was on the this one's galaxy expanded <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> so bad and this is this, this feels very choppy because obviously Zack Snyder um, shot a lot of this, but then um, his daughter passed away, so someone else was brought in to finish off the movie, and it feels yeah. that way. It feels very choppy. It the tone the tonal shift and change as well. The colours look really weird. Yeah. And this is where again you can see Josh Whedon's shots where they linger on Gal a lot, and she's wearing skimpy outfits mm. that she did in Wonder Woman, which just came out in the same year. Um, but overall, yeah. it's just an absolute mess. Like Stephen Wolf looked terrible. The whole, he, you know, you can have CGI, but you can have good CGI. And they just had this whole orange CGI mess thing at the end. Yeah. And there's one good bit though. Superman well, if you with his mustache. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the, for me personally, the best bit is at the very end of the film. Where Flash yeah, and Superman are about to have a race. <laughs> oh, that yeah, was that cool. Good bit of Flash. That's yeah. actually a bit of fun. Uh, Flash in this film, I, I don't know why, but he can't run. He keeps falling over. It's <laughs> just so bad. He's, he's terrible. really fast, but really clumsy. Yeah, but he's been flashing around for ages. Because when uh, yeah. Batman goes to, when Bruce Wayne turns up to his house, he's stolen all these things. So he's mm. been he's been doing this for a while, but yeah, he can't run. Yeah, well, he has to fall over for comic, comic relief, is it? He's a comedy character. Yeah, 
the light, light comic relief in this dark trench of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> with with yeah. So you've got your pick for best best moment, worthy moment. My pick is when Superman, because I'm just remembering this now. Um, bad Superman, and you don't know if he's going to be good or not. That's in this movie, right? That is, yeah. Yes. And then he he comes out all all angry. Oh, for I just know. A okay. Yes, I know. I know why you like that movie because he's not wearing a shirt. Just that one. Moment. And he's just in, and he's just wearing bottoms. He's wearing these. <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's in what looks like just like joggy bottoms, and he's topless. And you're like, oh my god, that's my Superman. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's <laughs> that's what subconsciously got me on board for that moment. I don't know. <laughs> you could be onto something. <laughs> I I think I think that bit's okay. I don't, I don't really like it that. Way. I think it could also be done the, better, the, mus- the mustache is so. Off- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean mustache. when I when he stood there for the first time, I saw him without his shirt, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> you know, amazing!" Yeah, definitely. No, I, I didn't, there wasn't there wasn't anything redeemable. I think um, I felt. No. I think because because we'd just come off so much stuff so many bad movies from these guys and you think you're going to put everyone together and it's still terrible just think that they just can't catch yeah. a break this poor little it's franchise hard to, it's hard to just... remember anything of it but it was basically back. it was it was more just chase the objects rather than having i think that was their big mistake was like after marvel i guess were sort of starting to build villains a bit better as well i guess yeah and in this one, you had a nondescript villain, and that was a big problem. Like, you didn't need the Justice League and Superman, because Superman is more powerful than the entire Justice League anyway. Yeah. And they, by the end, they have Superman and the entire Justice League to beat a nondescript villain with an object of need to get hold of that object thing. Like, none of it is 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 interesting. And they really needed a... They really needed. I guess that's how they would have used Doomsday, perhaps, rather than rushing him out. Give their bring, you know, delay Doomsday to a next movie. Give there a real reason for the dawn of a Justice League, a real threat that even Superman can't take on on his own. If they, because yeah, I remember they, you know, they had Superman out of the way, which made a good purpose for the Justice League. But then they get him back in on the scene, so it's a little pointless. Yeah. I think I like your idea. You know, when you said you have Batman v Superman, they fight, yeah. but at the end, yeah. Doomsday wins. Then the second movie Doomsday is then, br- yeah, and second movie is yeah. bring the Justice League together to fight Doomsday, but Doomsday kills Superman by the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. So this movie yeah. is then still be Stephen Wolf, but Stephen Wolf brings Superman back to life, and he's bad for more than five minutes. Because he, yes, he flew in, he was bad, he beat them up, and then he just flew up and he was good. When he next time returned, I would yeah. have liked to have seen them fight Superman yes. and have to worry about this other threat at the same time. I think and, even if this threat could have been weaker if, if it was just focused on having to fight Superman, because how yes. amazing would that be? The entire yeah. Justice League having to fight Superman. Yeah, exactly. Bad that Superman. That would have been your film, and then and then you can bring in, um, you know, not not so much Stephen Wolf because one in in Justice League he punched him once and he flew out the window, 
you, you need <laughs> you need dark side and uh, this came out the same year and the same month as Thor Ragnarok Wow. Which initially, at the, at the start of the year, if someone said you could watch one movie in November, I would have chosen Justice yeah. League. But as the year yes. went on, it would have been Ragnarok. Absolutely Abs- smashed absolutely. it for me. Absolutely. I would rather watch Ragnarok any day. I'd rewatch that movie. There's no reason to re- rewatch Justice League. <laughs> Justice League, yeah. remember, remember why it was bad. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. So that's 2017, and then 2018, a year later, Aquaman came out. I forgot about Aquaman as well. <laughs> There's so much to this, this universe I've forgotten, which, which kind of dictates, um, or it already illustrates my opinion of it, I guess, if it's that forgettable. <laughs> I mean, you, you liked it though, right? I, well. I th- yeah, I, I I liked it obviously better than Justice League. It's better than Suicide Squad. It's it's better than Man of Steel. It's better than Batman v Superman in a way as well. It's just nowhere near as good as Wonder Woman. And you know, by 2018, um, Marvel have already you know just released uh, at the start of the year Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, and obviously Ant Man and Wasp came out, but that's never as good as the others. But, you know, when you've had uh, a year before, you've had, like, Homecoming, Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, uh, Justice League, Wonder Woman. So, you know, Wonder Woman, Black Panther, as solo standalone characters were incredible movies. And Aquaman, Mm. I love Aquaman. Like, he is so good uh, in the movie as Aquaman. And obviously, I love the director, but him himself, he's amazing. And... um, Jason Momoa, but uh, the film wasn't that good. I, I love him as Aquaman. No, no. I loved a bit when he goes permission to come aboard at the start of the film when he gets to the submarine. And I was like, "Hello, shoulder, yeah, any time." <laughs> it's amazing, and he's and he's dripping he's a wet. Gentleman. I was like, "Yeah, at least he asked." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, he was amazing. Know, I could watch that bit again in the end. You can you could be as homophobic as you like, but if someone asks politely, you know, you've got the option to say yes or no. <laughs> yeah. You know? He can he can win anyone over. Oh well, he gives the smolder as well. He's it's what Dwayne's perfected over the years with his eyebrows as well. And that's what Jason Momoa did in the film. And I was just like, Oh Yeah, he's... he is good he's good as the character. He and loves just... being Aquaman, he's just having fun. it doesn't matter yeah. what the film was, he's having fun. He's quipping, he's joking. It feels like he's happy to be there. Yeah. And that's what comes that's across. Good. We want a bit of joy in our DC, don't we? So. Yeah. And I did like the movie in in most of the respects. It's been a long time. And I'm sure if you go back through our catalogue, you will find us reviewing it. Um, and you'll hear my what I actually thought of the movie, because I've forgotten. It's quite but long I, as well, Phil. Yeah, I think I liked the movie, but it was too long, like, about halfway through it gets to some war stuff going on or something and just sort of loses focus (laughs) yeah loses focus on what was quite good at the beginning and probably quite solid story that could have been there but then they just sort of trailed it on too much it could have been half the length basically i wouldn't be happy yeah but is it worth a watch uh, is there, is there a, a non-extended 
or anti uh, <laughs> shorter uh, version you could you could you, you could watch right. it and just forward it yeah okay yeah well watch it uh, and just fast forward. i guess you could so, skip yeah, this recommend it. oh brilliant so cut it I down mean, i recommend it more than yeah it's, it's definitely a recommend over justice league or suicide squad it's up there, the absolute minimum. Okay. Give it a go, it's a pass. Okay, oh, so well, we, we, we got all the way Recaps. up to Aquaman. So we went from Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman. Now we're into Shazam. So Shazam. this one you remember. I'm hoping. <laughs> I can't even remember it, but it was great. I remember it was great. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, there's, there's, a, there's a longer review of this on the YouTube, and I think we've got an old podcast of it somewhere, so yeah, we'll definitely. revisit that at some point. But Sazam, um, do, do you want to tell a little bit about what the story is? Um, what it is? I can't really remember. It's a kid yeah. with superpowers. That's about it, isn't it? You can turn into a, a, a real man. <laughs> grown, up, grown up baby child man pretty, pretty much yeah so um, there's a magician a wizard who um, in the 1970s oh, yeah. at the start um, he suddenly transports one of the kids um, and then you know I think he asks him about you know if if your heart of you got pure heart basically you can become a champion or um, you there's these seven deadly sins and you know he gives them the choice oh yeah, yeah. and um the first the the kid who in that time um he made the wrong choice but then he spent the rest of his lifetime trying to get back to that place because he wants to mm. unleash the seven deadly sins because uh, he's tempted by the eye of sin because he hears voices and that that's what tempted him so mm. he he's deemed as unworthy and he has to return back um, and when he returns back, um, there's a car crash and, you know, I think his mum passes away. So it's just him and his dad. And that's and his dad wasn't really particularly nice to him. And then we skip to the modern day and Billy Batson, he's trying to um, he, he gets the same sort of thing happen to him. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like offer him the same thing um, again. All he has to do is, you know, say the word Sajam. But in the meantime, the other guy's found a way of stealing the eye of the sin or whatever it is. He becomes the bad guy, basically. Yeah, he becomes mm. the bad guy. But the kid, Billy Batson, he then has the same thing and he becomes Sajam. And the only way he can do it is if he says the magic word, Sajam. Yes. And he goes from being a grown, a little child to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? Was it Tom Hanks? <laughs> no, sure but the, the the movie's big, big. Basically, it's big with superheroes. Um, uh, and and you really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I can't remember why. I think you said it was the best Superman movie you'd ever seen. <laughs> it was fun. I think that's that's something. I think yeah. When when you think coming off some of the movies we'd seen prior to this, like yeah. You know, Man of Steel, Batman, the Suicide Squad. You know, now we've got a fun, light-hearted, younger kid. Um, yeah, that sort of thing works for me. 
and the younger kid becoming a superhero and not really understanding or still being a kid even though he's got these magical powers and and you see that when they start to do the little videos in the film and he starts posting them on youtube about all the superhero powers that they keep finding that he's got his ro- roster of different things uh, it's it is like you say it's a fun fun little movie it's not a big superhero action pack film it's a small origin story of this kid also you got the story of the child and him trying to find his his friends as well yeah yeah because he's been going from foster home to foster home and he lives in a foster home now with other children who've really embraced him yeah but he he doesn't feel wanted so there's this there's a couple of layers to the story it's not just a superhero story there's a bit more to it yeah that's a good good part of it as well yeah and yeah, and those kids actually make it feel a lot more believable. And, you know, the family aspect that the, you know, the foster siblings makes it feel a bit more real than if you just had him looking for his parent by himself. Because there's a... That's it, it, Batman. Yeah, basically, then he's <laughs> Batman. Miserable. It, 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 yeah, exactly. You want a fun kind of char- character in this. Um, and there's a moment where he brings the whole... Um, the whole family with him and he turns them all into superheroes as well so all the kids get grown up which is really yes. cool as well and then they assemble yes <laughs> <laughs> ripping off another movie but um yeah a really fun and it's and it's funny as well some of the bits are really funny in the trailer there's a bit where so Sazam lives in the universe where batman and superman are real oh yeah and there's lots of references that he throws into Batman and Superman and the kid, his best, his new foster brother is obsessed with Batman and Superman. Mm. Oh, yeah. And he, even yeah. when he's, be, he's when he's being attacked by the whiz, the, the main villain, the difference is it's a kid running away from a mm. grown adult. And it and it comes across that way. He's he's a superhero. It's scarier, yeah. But a child in a Superman's body, basically. It does get a bit. Um, it it does get a little bit scary. You know the the bit in the boardroom where he unleashes the seven deadly sins. Oh yes, yeah, that, that is a bit scary. That is a cool effect. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in 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 the movie, there's a moment where he goes to the top of the building and he jumps off and he says "Sazam" and lightning hits and he flies off. Oh, that's the best bit in the film. That could have ended badly. That could have. <laughs> what what if he like bit his tongue and he didn't say the word properly? Yeah, I, 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 that's one of the things I always wonder. Like, if someone knows the magic word, what if they whisper it to him? Does he become a boy again? Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. But yeah, so that was that came out the same year as Captain Marvel, mm. and it was called Captain Marvel originally. <laughs> Captain Marvel. So Sam was Captain Marvel, yes. Well, I think that, I think you reminded me why it was so good compared to Captain Marvel, <laughs> <laughs> which was okay but not amazing. But that's Marvel, not DC. No. Um, so o- overall. Um, We've, we've got a we've got a more deeper kind of review of it, but for yourself, you haven't seen it since. But how does it still hold yeah. up in your head or in your memories? Well, I remember it was still really good. I still four stars 
and I need to go rewatch it. Brilliant. So yeah, so at some point you'll get back on the bandwagon. Yes. What I liked is the director of this film. Um, he did two horror movies, so he did a film called Lights Out. Oh yeah. And that was his directorial debut, and that was a movie where it obviously, as the title says, lights out. So in the dark, this uh, entity, this kind of spirit, would come and grab you, but in the light, the thing would run away. Um, mm. And it's and it's got some good jump scares. It's good, but he also did um, Annabelle Creation, which yep. was really good. You love the um, Annabelle series. No, the the first one not so much. I really yeah. liked the second one, Pretty and the good. third one was good but not as good as the second one mm. but it was better than the first one and also in in the third one uh, it almost feels like marvel's avengers assembled because oh yeah uh, for, for anyone who knows the annabelle series they go into the house where annabelle lives um currently being looked after by the the ghost hunters family who take hold of um possessed uh trinkets and stuff and they've got a whole room dedicated to it and so when Annabelle gets released, some of these other trinket things come to life as well. And so yeah. it's like assembling the, the supervillains. Family of trinkets. Yeah. Just the family of trinkets. Which I really, I really like the idea, but I felt it it just, uh, there was just something. It wasn't executed the way I wanted it to or something. But it wasn't, it was better than the first, but not as good as the second. Mm, I can understand that. Probably the things were a bit separated somehow. So that was um, Sazam. That's um, that's 2019. So they're on a, I'd say from about Aquaman was kind of like average. At Sazam back on an upward trajectory, and then 2020, which you which you saw recently, which we haven't had a real discussion yeah, about, is I saw Birds of Prey. Last year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We watched the. Uh, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, Birds of Prey. So and what did you? Good. Th- yes. So what did you think of this movie overall? You said it was good. What, well, what happened? It was. <laughs> how many weeks ago was it now? Four weeks we watched it, or I watched it. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe. My memory. I, I, you need to talk to me within the week. You know this. <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. It's just. It's, it's it's done a lot better than Suicide Squad, that's for sure. I mean, it's incomparable, really. It's just the same character, one of the same characters, at least. But it's incomparable to that movie. Um, yeah, it's Birds of Prey. It's all about Harley Quinn and a bunch of others that end up teaming up to to um, fight against the guys that are coming for them. I think she, um, it's just as she breaks up with the Joker. Yes. So... She's suddenly not under the protection of the Joker and his reputation. Um, so now she's on a race to survive the night because everyone's going to come after her, which sounds great. But at the same time, she's kind of OP, overpowered in this in the movie. Yeah. She, this is, no one can really touch her, but it's at the same time, it's still very fun. And let, yet again, it's just lighthearted and upbeat and the action is fun all that sort of thing hmm. definitely i think you're right one one the thing that you notice is it uses it seems like it's used similar uh color scheme to suicide squad mm. but it still feels brighter it feels like 
it feels like the movie Suicide Squad should have been a fun, I know this R-rated, so 15 certificate in the UK, bit of swearing, bit of over-the-top action if needs be. Because she fought against real people in this instead of like a CGI army of yeah. blob monsters, and the villain actually, Ewan McGregor, is really good in this. He's just, he looks like he's having so much fun. He's in a, he's in his kind of own movie, it feels like. He's having so much fun at playing this villain. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, he's having fun, unlike in Suicide Squad, where it feels like no one's having fun. It yeah. feels like they're actually coming to no work. To be there. Yeah. Obviously, Margot Robbie was great in Suicide Squad. So was Will Smith. And she's good in this as well. But they, the, the women who come together, the birds of prey, they look like they've been together for a while. But Hugh yeah. McGregor just feels like, you know, he's been doing this for many years. He feels a bit seedy. And at the same time, he's got some fun fun little jabs and stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. Um, and you're right. The start is, it's been, it's been after the Suicide Squad movie. She breaks up with the Joker. There's no Joker in the movie, but the implications are he's there. And instead, she's now um, adopted a hyena. I wanted to see more of the hyena, yeah. but you only see the hyena at the start and towards the end and a little bit in the middle. But it, w- it would have been good to see him or her, yeah, the hyena. That, that reminds me, there's some kid involved as well, right? Yes, he's, uh, <laughs> she's the girl who does the um, diamond heist. Um, yeah. There's, there's the, the action's actually quite good as well. Yeah. There's a bit where she goes into the police station. Yeah, though, though weird because you know the police would have just shot her. Yeah, um, yeah. She seems to just be, you know, she, okay. the whole the whole fight, all of that is really well choreographed. It looks really good. There's some slow mo in there, not over the top. And the difference here compared to Suicide Squad is is again down down to the director is Kathy um, Yan. Uh, when Margot Robbie walks in, they show her shoes. And mm. then they then they pan out to show the rest of her. If this was Suicide Squad or uh, Josh Whedon's movie, they would yeah. uh, zoom in at different parts of the body, and it's yes, always kind imagine. of yeah. um, off-putting. Yes, when you're just trying to like, look, let's watch this movie, enjoy it, and have fun. And it yeah. and it is, and some of the jokes are funny. The in, um, I think Mary Elizabeth Winston, she plays the Huntress. And every time she's trying to do a catchphrase, and she's practicing yeah. in front of the mirror, which is really good. And, and she's got her own name for herself, but no one calls her that. No one calls her yeah. Huntress, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's a, re- it's a really fun movie. And the bit at the end as well I really liked, which was the carnival. Uh, it, it feels the overplayed. Big, big action scene. Yeah. But it's actually, re- again, it's really well choreographed. The, the the camera moves well. You know where all the characters are and who they're fighting and what they're doing and stuff. You know what I like. You know what I like in action movies. Be able to follow what's going on, not just blur. Not a blur. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really good that last action scene. But that one, the the one thing I will say about the movie that I noticed that I remember is that the um, if it, it felt like they they clearly sort of filmed that bit first that big action scene or they filmed it separately with like and sort of it was almost like a separate thing that they did and separate um cgi extras and bits that they did for it to make it work and it kind of shows did you notice that as well 
like as soon as the 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 ladies are in the same room together yeah suddenly they've they add a different dynamic to it like it's not part of the same movie like suddenly they're all pally and then they and then all the whole fighting scene it's all very nice to look at and stuff but it's they it, they obviously thought about doing that big fight scene first and then did this did the the story and the rest of the film which was good which i think was better at sort of afterwards and then join the two together but they were the slight sort of they're not exactly the same movie but they are, obviously it works yeah they're building up towards this big fight sequence that they yeah put, put, they put storyboard it they've drawn it all out and you know they got the green light yeah. and then they said let's shoot this thing first because warners will be happy yeah and, true do the know, trailer then, then you know the producers and everyone comes color. down on and they're like, whoa, this is really good. Can't wait for the rest of it. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah man, you, it works. You could be right, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, un, it's not until that point it's that they all come together as well. In, in yeah. the moment when they get to the, um, the fairground, or wherever yeah, it is, they're, they're that's the first time they come together as a team, as a birds of prey. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a... Well, spoilers, really, isn't it? Yeah, they they get together at the end, <laughs> but it's like it's almost like the we sold the birds of prey idea, and yeah, we get that bit at the end, which, like you say, they sold that to their producers or whatever. But it's it's more about Harley Quinn the whole way through. Yes, it's only a moment of birds of prey, and then Harley Quinn's off on her own again. By the looks of it, for the future to come. Yeah, and it feels like you know she she can do Gotham City Sirens next. But she is the main character, and I think because yeah. she was so good in Suicide Squad, and you know, fan and critical response was really good towards her. That's why they gave her yeah. her own movie. But she needs other people to kind of be, because she's she's kind of a supporting character. She even says that quite a few times in the movie, yeah. Which is a bit annoying because she could, could she held uh, her own? She's, exactly. She yeah, definitely. But Gotham, Gotham always, the good thing about this movie makes Gotham look so dirty, dingy, mm. and so unsafe to be around at night time. Yeah. But during the day, like when she's going to that restaurant, she always orders the same, um, yeah. um, I think sandwich it's a sandwich, yeah. And then Gotham looks very different. So, you know, like if, you know, mm. Bruce, Bruce has got all this money in Gotham, that there could easily be so many rich people, but... The seedy underbelly comes out at night, and it felt yeah. like that one. It felt like a living city, which was really good. I think they really pulled mm. that off. Yeah, Bruce has got all the money. That's why yes. everyone's poor and criminals. <laughs> they just want a bit of money. They want to live. Because you, you won't employ them. He's, he just cares about profit. Exactly. Exactly. He could. He could. He could fix Gotham, not just by beating up people. He could actually fix up Gotham. You know, put in yeah. tennis courts. Put in basketball rinks, put in football pitches and stuff, really help the youth. Yeah, but he, youth. Wants, he wants a second cave. Of course he does, yeah, he <laughs> just wants toys. <laughs> He's got the money, he, why shouldn't he use it for himself? Yeah, it's true, it is his he parents' money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very true. And there's a bit right at the very end of this, post, it has a post-credit audio scene. Did you hear okay. it? Um, I can't remember it. Yes. So just just in. at the very end, Harley's Harley's about to say, "Oh, I've got one secret that I want to share with you," and and right. she's about to reveal uh, Batman's secret, and she said, 
the Batman and then it cuts. Okay. Mid-sentence, just yeah. to make out that um, she knows more than she's letting off. She knows there. something. Interesting. Yeah, I forgot about that. Do you know what this means? You're the well, expert on stuff. I, I guess she knows who Batman is. I, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure um, everyone knows. I mean, everyone knows who Batman is by this point. <laughs> she could know something else, like, you know, shoe size or something. But maybe that's more useful. No, I don't think shoe size matters. <laughs> um, and, and, and so over, overall, this is, again, this is coming off Sazam. So it's very different because Sazam is a very family-friendly Superman superhero movie. Kids, everyone can go to it. To more yeah. of a, again, taking that formula in a way, a fun, colourful, but R-rated superhero movie. Yeah. I mean, I think this is made for teenagers, but yeah, obviously they have to get permission if they're under 15 or whatever it is to, to actually watch it. Um, so obviously I, I enjoyed it uh, and we both enjoyed it as adults but I think it is it's aimed to be edgy enough in yeah. in that sense that it would would appeal to teenagers as well so I can imagine anyone from like 12 up enjoying it I wouldn't take little kids to see it I don't know <laughs> a bit of swearing and stuff but and uh, what's your rating on this one I'd like to say it's a four star as well Oof, another great one um, and then that leads us into Wonder Woman 1984. I know you haven't seen this one. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> um, we have got a full review of it on 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 the on the on the YouTube's and also on the podcast, oh, so you'll be able okay. to find the episode. But um, oh, give us a to. quick give us a quick rundown of what you think the story was, if you remember it at all. Okay, just imagine this. Okay, picture this: Wonder Woman. Yes. It's 1984. Yes. That's the story. Ah, oh, but you missed a very important <laughs> bit. The Olympics. Oh, <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> um, uh, she, she, uh, Rogers comes back. What his name is? Oh no, that's all fine. I'll say the Olympics. You missed the Olympics, <laughs> where to, uh, okay. where she's as a child. Remember she? Oh she yeah, plays... as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you're right. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 1984. Yeah. Um, so we, we had very contrasting opinions on this movie. Have you changed your opinion in any way? I know you haven't seen it since. But... I haven't seen it again. Um, uh, what was my opinion before? I thought it was. I really enjoyed it. You did, yeah. You really enjoyed it. I, I love Wonder gave... So good. Yeah, I think you gave it four stars the first time. Yeah, I, I say it even stepped up a little from the first Wonder Woman. I don't. Uh, yeah. I think we have very different opinions <laughs> on this, where the movie could it, have, should have, yeah, would have gone. It had potential to do better, though, yeah, because the the whole ending and where it sort of came to an end was a bit mixed. Again, it's like they had an idea of what they were going to do. They wanted a certain fight or something, and then they just kind of maybe didn't quite stitch it together right. But it's yeah. still important. So the so story goes, it's, she does the Olympics, which is actually quite good. Shoddy CGI here and there, but it's fine, it's good. Then yeah. it's 1984, and so, she's been fighting for a while. She did, there's a whole cool action sequence in, a, in, in the mall, 
yeah. where she's trying to you're right, keep her identity secret. <laughs> she's shushing the little girls and um, kind of contradicts the next movie, but she's shushing them. She's breaking the, the cameras that are doing the recording and stuff. She does all of those cool things. Then we find out there's an artifact that you know they, they oh, yeah. people want or they discover yeah. and it gives you wishes but in return for the wish it takes something away yeah we, we, we find that out when we see our friend from people who just do nothing from from the uk he asked for he goes i wish i had a cup of coffee and then someone offered him a coffee but in return for the coffee it was too hot <laughs> so he he got so that was his comeuppance uh, and then Diana makes a wish, and you see her hair blow. That's how you know someone's made a wish. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Kirsten Wiggs' character, she makes a wish. Is that it, this? And then yeah, it's it's about wishes basically. Yeah. Um, me and you still are very different ends of this movie. Not really. Oh, I mean, you liked a lot of this movie as well, especially some of the acting, some of the characters. No, I don't remember saying any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go listen. Um, uh, I didn't like the nerdy Mr. bits. W- Mr. Wish guy, he was really good. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, yes, you're absolutely right. The villain, Pedro Pascal, who looks like um, a 1980s person. In in my head, seeing the old movies, I think that's what he looks. And he was so good at that. He yeah. looked it, he felt it, and the things he wanted was what I think a 1980s villain would have wanted mm-hmm. for my wishes. So, yeah, those parts, absolutely right. And yet he Obviously, still had his child, his son, in, yeah. in his mind, in his heart. That's Always, what he yeah. was really, really focused on. So that Finding nice. Nemo story Nemo was nice. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> everything then... is Finding Nemo. <laughs> it is, everything is. <laughs> Birds of Prey is Finding Nemo, because she's, she's looking for the little girl who's, who's got the diamonds. Just like in Finding yeah. Nemo, he's looking yeah, for his exactly. son. Sazam, it's that. about a boy joining the foster family and also trying to find his mum. Finding Nemo yeah. is the other way around. It's just a dad trying to find to a son. Find and, and he goes, yeah. yeah and he gets adopted on his travels by the fish in the fish tanks, you know, <laughs> be turtles, all these other things. So it's the same movie. It's exactly the same movie. And Aquaman, he's underwater. I mean, how much go. more can you get to Finding Nemo than that? What do you need to say? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so to, I, I, I did not like it. I still stand by that. I think the, the thing is, there are some good performances in there, and Gal's still good. Uh, Chris Pine is amazing. He's really good in this. Yeah. Kristen Wiig, I don't really like the whole geeky, kind of like insecure, put on glasses. Yeah, that was, that was off-putting a bit, yeah. And then you just, you just transform into the, the apex predator. Yeah, uh, Pedro Pascal was, was old. Pedro Pascal was great. Um Again, her mom's got a very small sequence, Robin Wright, but she's in it. She was good. Um, yeah, th- there are some good performances, but overall, I, d- I didn't like the Wishmaster stuff. So I didn't like it. You loved the Wishmaster stuff. You just I didn't. It. I never liked the Wishmaster stuff. <laughs> you loved it. He wanted to yeah. become the Wishstone. Why didn't he just become a stone? He became the Wishstone. Become, just be- yeah, you kind of messed up there. You know, you've got to have a flaw, don't you? So. Yeah, that's true. And then... Yeah, and then at the ending where you know she makes everyone give up their wishes and stuff. I did I, yeah. so many bits I didn't really like. Yeah, especially but, the Christian wig. You like that bit? 
what when she's like when she drops something on the floor and that establishes <laughs> her as the nerdy geeky one. Yeah, and that that it. felt like so much like Jamie Fox in Amazing Spider-Man, where he's the nerdy geeky yeah. one who drops something Amazing. on the floor. But yeah, yeah. both of those two people are too good looking. They shouldn't be geeky nerdy. They're too good looking. Um, and you just take their glasses off and they look amazing. So true. And it, and I think I think we went through it when we did the Wonder Woman um, review about movies that have used a similar sort of trait. Yeah. And two of them were DC movies. So you had one uh, which was yeah. Batman Returns, where Michelle Pfeiffer's character is exactly the same as Kristen Wiig's, and she becomes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she becomes Catwoman. Then Jim Carrey's as the Riddler, exactly the same. Took off his glasses, became the Riddler again <laughs> in another DC movie. So yeah, it's just yeah. an overplayed trait. Yeah, uh, which I don't like. Dated, dated trope. And yes. Yeah, very off-putting. Definitely. So overall, where do you stand with this? Still a good or bad or great movie? Well, no, I've just given two two four star reviews, so it's yeah. hard to say four stars now. But oh, I mean, it does have its it does have its problems. And I admit that, but I remember enjoying it so much still that it has to be a four stars. I mean, yeah, don't let me sway you. It's your no, opinion. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. I mean, they they should have, they need to fix the ending and how the the whole uh, tiger fight ends up coming and. That that was kind of a, not the high point of the movie that you'd expect. Yeah. But apart from that, yeah, I, I just just roll with it, enjoy it. Four stars. Four stars. And then uh, we've done again. We've done a review of this, but in 2021, that's this year, we yeah. obviously saw uh, the release of Zack Snyder's or the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Yes. So we've done yeah. a full review on this, but I'm um, just off the top, sticking by your stars and you're not changing yeah. your mind. It's a four-hour epic. It's, an- it's another four stars of four hours. A star per hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's still the same story as the original Justice League, but he fills in so many more yeah. characters, this character development, and the journey is much better. In this and the reason for the villain's motivations are clearer the villain looks better he's still cgi yeah. um and you, overall it's a much better story yeah that way but it's still a mother box and they're it's, putting the three together it's still long and then superman punches him and it's game over <laughs> you see this is another difference of opinion because i didn't see that i only saw that in the original original cinematic cut Yes, it looked like that, but in in this one, it's just so much better. Like you say, like I I don't I don't even notice that the whole su- Superman OP thing so much because I felt I felt like there was more threat going on. There was there was there was more to be trifled with, but yeah, still Superman's overpowered. But they still had to do the use their teamwork to deal with the the um whatever it was. The MacGuffin. Stefan Wolf and the three boxes. Yeah, the three boxes. The Russian boxes, I don't know. One inside the other. You just had to glue them together and then it just destroys <laughs> the world. And But then they found that the he found the anti-life equation on Earth again. Yep, so he's coming back. And so, um, yes, the dark side has to come back. 
and there's a moment right at the very end when they're looking into the portal and you got dark side and his entire armada of mm. um whatever he's got and then you've got the justice league yeah a teaser for a movie that might not come yes <laughs> yeah exactly and and then the epilogues as well which to be fair, I know a lot of people moan about the epilogues. I think you said you did enjoy it and you thought, okay, I can watch 10, 20 minutes of this more <laughs> and realise that's that's the end of that. The epilogue, which was the alternative future where yeah. we get to see um, uh, Batman, uh, Victor, Barry Allen, Mira, and yeah. Slade Wilson and even the Joker all kind of have a moment together and we realise yeah. that you know, maybe Superman has gone bad. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But I'm still, I still think it was, if they were to release the director's cut, the Schneider cut, as a cinematic release, then I wouldn't bother with the the extra bits at the end. You take off the epilogue. It's, yeah. it's, it's long enough. If people can withstand all of that whole thing, you know, the general public, if they can handle that whole four hours, then don't don't make them sit through an epilogue they won't understand it as well. Especially if you're not going to sh- um, show that epilogue in any future movies. So that yeah. world doesn't exist. It's another dream, yeah. Yeah, it's a dream within a dream. Ugh. Just sending Leonardo DiCaprio, he would have saved the day. Um, yeah. o- overall, um, <laughs> I think when, when we originally did this, I I think you gave it a rating. I wonder if you're still sticking by this one. Four stars. Four stars. Um, you even boldly went on to say, claim this oh, was yeah? your favourite comic book movie of all time. And with Did the I? exception of Superman 1 and Superman 2 being smashed together as one oh, movie. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure if that, that's uh, right, but let's, I guess I'll have to stand by that. It was pretty so, good. It, it was, yeah. So c- cast your mind back to 2017. So this would be okay. about four years back. November release, because Justice League came out in 2017, November. Mm. case. Okay, so Wonder Woman's already out. Okay. It, it's November. It's going to be Snyder Cut coming out and also one other comic book movie. So my question to you is, which movie do you pick? You can only watch one of them in the cinema. Okay. Because Zack Snyder's Justice League, which you given a four stars, you think is a masterpiece. Right. And the, a movie that came out in that November... In 2017, was Thor Ragnarok. Which one do you pick? Ooh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok yeah. was great fun. Yes. It was, but it's it it is what it is. It's not an epic movie. It's just a fun movie, and I would pick Justice League Schneider Cut. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you picked it. I wouldn't. I would have picked. Go for Thor. Yeah, I mean Chris Hemsworth is very sexy. I know, and also um, yeah. the Hulk's in it as well. Yeah. You know, he he never wears a top. The Hulk. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's always green. he's green. He's always running Big around. Green. There's 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 this great line that Mark Ruffalo's talking to Thor about <clears throat> when he's comparing himself with the Hulk. And I think um, he goes, we, we need you, big guy. And then, then there's a moment where he says, well, how many PhDs does the Hulk have? Because I've got four. And it just <laughs> it made me laugh so much the first time I saw that. It's uh, they're so, But their the buddy uh, chemistry was amazing in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I would pick, yeah, Ragnarok. 
yeah. then I'd watch Justice League at home like I did. Okay. So to, so to sum up the end of the two-part uh, re- reviews of all the DC movies is you would watch Thor. Like the <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good, That's my favorite conclusion. Because Thor Ragnarok's just like Finding Nemo. See, so they <laughs> he, he lost his <laughs> he lost another, his toy, and then yeah, no another um, another Nemo. Yeah, another new yes so that's so that's 10 movies that they've released so far yes. um and we briefly spoke about these but now officially they've got one two three four five five in the works they've cancelled a few others but the next five movies just want to hear your opinion on okay. how excited you are give, give it your uh four star rating again how excited are <laughs> you okay so the suicide squad the new one, which is yeah. directed by James Gunn. Have you seen the trailer yet for this one? No, no, I haven't seen anything. Okay, so there is a trailer that has been released, and the movie is set to be released um, this year in August. So not Ooh. long at all. If the uh, cinemas are open, then that would be good. Yeah, so Margot Robbie's back. John Cena's going to be in this movie. Idris Elba, um, Joel Kilman. He was he was the guy who was Rick Flag. Sylvester Stallone voices the King Shark. Milo Davis is back. Captain Boomerang, Jai Courtney is back. Um, Peter Capaldi is the Twinkler. So he's taken um, some of the couple of the existing uh, Suicide Squad members in Margot Robbie and Captain Boomerang, and he's introduced others. And it seems like it's its own yeah. kind of standalone movie. Uh, it's James Gunn. The trailer is quite funny. John Cena is great. I've seen him in Trainwreck. I think we spoke about this ages ago. The Trainwreck move, the first half is so funny. And John mm-hmm. Cena's got some great lines in that. And he's good in Blockers as well. So he's he's really good. Uh, Idris Elba's in it. So Margot Robbie, yeah. How excited are you for this one? What what would you give it? Uh, this is this is a four-star. Four-star. Yeah. <laughs> James I mean, Gunn, director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy series. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also wrote one of our um, kind of like guilty pleasure video games. Which one's that? I forget. You told me this last week. I know. Just come on. Can you think of it? Guilty pleasure ones. Yeah. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one he wrote. He wrote that. This is a good one. That's what I mean. Um, and in terms of like movies, you know, he's he's yes. right, he's wrote a bunch of stuff like Scooby Doo. But- um, that gets me excited. Dawn of the Dead, but he directed uh, Slither. Did you uh, did you watch that one? Which is the horror remember. comedy. Came out quite a while ago. Super yeah. as well, which was really good. Stars Ray Wilson, Liv Tyler. It's like an R-rated superhero movie, but the guy who awesome. has no superpowers. It's just a bunch of people <laughs> beating up other people. It's really good. And then yeah, he did <laughs> Guardians, but he also wrote the. Bel- Belco Experiment movie, which is really, yeah. really good. Uh, and of course, Guardians 2. And then, yeah, he's working on this one. So I am really excited for this one. Yeah, I mean, you've got me excited now. I was, I was, I was thinking off the back of the last movie, Four Stars, but DC's, rep- DC's record, you never know what they're going to bring out. But yeah, they've got a lot of components there that get me excited. Four stars. Four stars. So yeah, that's a must watch. 
Uh, so after the Suicide Squad, the next movie that is in in works for the DC is Black Adam. Now we spoke very briefly about this one. How excited are you for Black Adam? I forgot what it is. Okay. <laughs> so obviously the movie's called Black Adam, and it stars Dwayne Johnson. Oh yes. Do you need stars. to know anything else? Exactly, that's no. what I mean. <laughs> Nothing else. I can already see it. I already need to change clothes. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, so this this one's coming out next year. It just started shooting in April. At the start of the year. Start of uh, start awesome. of this month. Sorry, it's not start of the year. Uh, <laughs> start of start of April. It started shooting. Ooh, Principal photography thing. has started right now. So this movie is definitely happening. Excellent. Four stars. Four stars. Won't even you say too. anything else. Any? Yeah, I mean, as soon as Dwayne said he was going to be a superhero, he didn't have to yeah. be a superhero. He could start in any movie. Yeah. Me and you will watch it. So Any movie, it makes it good. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Even, even Fast and Furious movies, he's in it. It's good. Yeah, he, ma- he makes them better. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really excited for this one. Definitely. Um, and somehow, at, at the end of this one, him and Sazam are going to join together or something, so that's a future film. But mm. Black Adam, definitely four-star. Uh, the next one, which I am, again, it's weird, I'm looking forward to some of these movies, uh, <laughs> is The Flash movie. The Flash. Yes, I remember talk, talking about this one last time as well. When did we, we already talked about this at some point. Um, but yes, definitely yes. looking forward to this as well. Yeah, so I think we talked about it in terms of like uh, flashpoints. I, in my head, that's what I think. It's the mm. where he, he obviously uses speed force in Zack Snyder's yeah. uh, Justice League towards the end, where he runs really fast and he can turn back time. So, um, so I imagine in my head there's elements of flashpoint that is going to be the main kind of composite of this movie, yes. where he resets the universe. Oh, yeah. And if, if any of the rumours are true, which, I'm, which I don't want to tell you because that kind of spoils the movie. If any of the rumours turn out to be true on yeah. anything to do with this story, it, it will be incredible, I think. OK, cool. Dwayne's, Dwayne's in it then, yeah? I don't want to even say. <laughs> you won't even tell me. OK. No. I look forward to seeing it blind. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it, it, even if this movie, as in when it happens, and there's a trailer for it, I would say... Don't watch the trailer. Go straight into the movie. Yeah, best way. Yeah, this is definitely going to be one of those movies. Sometimes I even forget what the movie's about and go and see it. It's great. Yeah. I, seen... I completely don't know what's going on and it's more surprising. I've seen a couple of movies of late um, that popped up on Amazon Prime that had, oh, yeah. that um, got very limited releases. So I was aware of the actor in the movie. And mm. I just went in watching the movie. And if you've not seen the trailer, I think we talked about Lovebirds for that one example. If mm. you haven't seen the trailer, there's you kind of go into the film enjoying it because it's someone you want to see in the movie. And then it takes a twist and turn elsewhere, which you never see coming. Yeah. But because the trailer's job is to sell it to you, yeah. they put that twist and turn right the up trailer, the front yeah. of the trailer. So they ruin it. So there's a couple of movies I've seen recently where they've done that, and I'm like, I love that. Not mm. have seen anything and go straight into it blind, yeah. Yeah, for me, it was Life, Life After Beth was, was a great one. Yes, yeah, you mentioned that one, yeah. 
because I, I, I forgot the trailer. I forgot it was what it was even about. Unfortunately, you go watch it on Netflix or something, even like the covering screen will give away what it's about. But for me, I'd forgotten. I thought it was about um, someone losing a partner and that was it. Yeah. It was going to be an emotional, emotional story. And it was. It starts off that way. But then the uh, elements that everyone else would have known sort of come in and just makes it a great twist. It's 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 really good when you do get to watch a film where it catches you off guard and you can enjoy those twists and turns. Yeah. So the Flash movie, how excited? Four stars now. Four stars. Okay. The next movie. I mean, I'll tell you the title. Tell me how excited you are. Okay. Aquaman two. <laughs> One star. I, I did not like the the first Aquaman movie at all. Just oh. Long and rubbish. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it started off well. It's it's got nice actor in it. Yes. But, yes, we will see. I mean, it, it's kind of like all the rest of these DC movies. Like, I'm excited for the other three we've talked about, um, but it's all whether they pull them off properly or not, or if they sort of overproduce it or executive meddling and destroy it or anything like that so there's still a potential they're, they're on a good role at the moment so there's still a chance that this will be a good sequel so i'm looking forward to see what they do with it but it's it's two stars at the moment yeah i think i agree like the suicide squad i could just go in watching the movie and not seeing the trailer same with black adam and the flash but aquaman 2 the film I need something to sell it to me now. Yeah, what are they going to do? I didn't. I'm, I'm similar to you. I think the first one was a bit too long. There's too many jump from this action sequence to the next thing, and this underwater oh. battle to this world yeah. battle, all sorts of stuff going on. Obviously, Jason Momoa is amazing. He's yeah. he's great as Aquaman, so I'd watch it for him. <laughs> but yeah, they really have to sell me. So I'm 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 similar to you. I'm a two star on that one. I'm on the fence. Cool. So this is our first, through this whole part two, it's all been four stars, everything, until now. No, I mean, one more to get. Yeah, for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then the last one that's definitely happening, uh, again, 2023 release, oh, quite a long way. It's going to be Sazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, Shazam, we can't wait to see that again. Can't wait to see a sequel to Shazam. As, as the kid got older, though, isn't that going to be a problem? Yeah, that's fine. The kid's going to get <laughs> a bit older. It's a few years later, obviously. Okay. Yeah, so um, they've just announced um, two people who've joined the cast. So this is, it's it's picking up some speed, uh, mm. two villains, because it's, act, um, I think, I don't know, what was the title called? Sazam, Fury of the Gods. So there's a couple of villains right. in here. Um, sure. I guess they're the gods. Uh, so far, so far, there's two. There's a, they're two good names as well. So two good actresses okay. joining the cast. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Overall, uh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't massively keen on Sosam. It was good, but the sequel has mm. to, has to be something special. But these two people who they've signed, they are definite people I'd want to see in okay. movies. So Helen Mirren, the amazing Helen Mirren, okay. and and Lucy Liu. Yeah. So both of them. Oh wow. Awesome. Four stars. Four stars. There you go. Yes. So that's 
That is the DCEU Extended Universe a review of the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Overall mixed bag. We'll uh, put it but together. You, but from Sasam onwards, you went four stars all, all the way onwards. Yeah. Um, all the way, yeah. But uh, so I just thought before we um, finish off um, the thing, so DCEU currently stands as the 11th highest grossing film franchise of all time at 5.6 wow, okay. billion. 11th, that's not good. No. It's not good enough. A- Aquaman it's made 1.1. Aquaman made 1.15 billion, um, and of course it's only grossed 5.6. But you know, with Suicide Squad, Black Adam, it's going to shoot up. So my my thing to you is to say, if you think the franchises, as they call mm. them, are better or worse than the DCU, so you got to think of it as the collective of all of those <laughs> movies put together. Kind yeah, of the early them. DCEU is going to make it a problem. And then we'll put it up against the franchise that's next up on the list. And you say which one you think is better. Oh, so we can see if they're going to rise, how far it's going to rise up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So so I'll I'll, I'll say DC Extended Universe, and I'll say whichever one is next. Um, yeah. I'll, I think you know there's there's a few of them, and you just got to say which you think is better. So it's just okay. a, it's 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 like Batman v Superman, but this is now DC versus whatever franchise and you got to choose which franchise is better okay okay so we'll yes. start because there's a few of them we'll, but, but uh, we'll whisk through them quite quickly so i'll start from 20 not not 20 not 20 upwards we just need so, to start at number 10 don't we so no we get, because there's number, number 20 is uh, uh, an incredible franchise so we have to talk about this one okay okay so <laughs> number, number 20 so nine places below the dceu Wow. Only four, only four films. Toy Story. What is better? What franchise is better? Toy Story or the DC Extended Universe? That's a mean question. <laughs> oh, I suppose to answer that. <laughs> That's a tough one. I mean, I would say DCU has more scope, more range because. I can say that much because Toy Story is all about one thing. All four movies are the same movie, almost the same. They're very different. Even though it's brilliant. How dare you? They're all very different. <laughs> oh yeah, Woody isn't in all of them, is he? Or no, Buzz? He's not. No. Yeah. But also, um, diverge away with new characters. And spoiler that for number three, Andy does give the toys away at the end of Toy Story three. So Andy's story is finished. True. And Andy is the owner of the toys. And they do yes. go on adventures they and they leave, they leave the house, yeah. they leave the room. That You know, they're, they're well built. Yeah, but where's the solo movie for? Um, Buzz Lightyear, there is a solo. Head. Okay, so Buzz Lightyear <laughs> does have a sp- uh, potential uh, solo movie coming out soon. With Chris yeah. a- and Chris Evans as voicing Buzz Lightyear. Awesome. They're so straight to DVD and too. yeah, there, there are smaller versions of them, but nothing yeah. major. Yeah, I guess Toy Story missed out. I didn't do any any solo movies where Mr. Potato Head goes to the 80s. And... 1984. <laughs> and, there's a, and there's a geek Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. And the eyes fall off. That would have made it bring it up a bit. These are ideas for Disney. 
So which is the better franchise? DCE. Oh. Okay, what about Ice Age versus DCEU? DCEU. What about Twilight? (laughs) DCEU. Okay, what about Shrek? Shrek. Um, DCEU. I only really like the first one. Now, based on what you've said so far, this 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 one is going to be tough. Okay. Okay. Mission Impossible versus DCEU. Now, the movies have got substantially better. And how many bad movies are there in the Mission Impossible franchise versus DCEU? I don't think there's there's really any bad movies. They they just get better. They do, don't they? So so if you compare the two... um, But I'm primed for DCEU at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Not even Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible... Four four-star movies today. We haven't talked about all the older ones because that's in the last episode. Because they're, they're all terrible. But Mission Impossible, yeah, like, they are, they are. Mission Impossible Three, sure. Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout. Fallout had Henry Cavill. These are some amazing movies. Yeah, yeah. it's solid, yeah. man. It's very it's, good. It's fine. They're, it's they're definitely on a level there. <laughs> they're on a par. But they're all great. Yeah, they but are. there's but there's so many bad movies in the DCEU. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same about um, Toy Story. They were all great. No failures in their in their series. Exactly. So I don't know what... But, <laughs> but still, it's always about that one guy. That's the problem. They, it's not, they though. It's not. <laughs> where's, where's the Mission Impossible that doesn't have Mr. Mission Impossible himself in it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, that's a tough, toughie. I thought that was the one that would definitely trump you, but okay. The next one is the Despicable Me series. Oh, that's a tough one as well. I mean, do you include Minions in that as well? Yeah, so it includes the, the two Minion movies. Um, so that's you see that gives it variety. So that that, that brings it more onto a level. I, I call this one a draw. Oh, go okay. What about the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise? Oh, um, they were good. Um, but Johnny Depp puts me off these days. <laughs> okay, that's fine. DCEU <laughs> winning. Okay, what about this? Michael Bay's Transformers. Ah, oh, that's that's an easy one. Transformers, yes. Okay, let's move on. Let's just move on. Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park series. Oh. Oh, the first movie is so good. Yes. The rest are bad. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> they did a reverse DCU. So okay. <laughs> okay, what about this? Number 10. The 10th highest grossing yes. franchise of all time. Okay. Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. I mean, yes. this is a bit good comparison because Fast and Furious actually has early movies I don't like. But then they sort of come back again. Um, but I'm, I'm just not a fan of, of car movies so is DCU the Batman's got a car okay. <laughs> <clears throat> the next well, one you, is... what would you say you should be you should answer these from I 10 mean on... Toy Story is, is a winner there's okay. no way you Mission Impossible is a winner <laughs> it's, more, it's just good movies versus some really yeah. terrible movies um Jurassic Park. Um, I kind of agree with you there. Transformers is definitely better than DCU. <laughs> <laughs> the Fast and Furious. 
Gal Gadot's in that as well. I mean, she's in there. You've got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, John Cena. Yeah. You know, people who are coming over to this franchise. Also, Idris yeah. Elbow's in, say, yeah. I think Fast and Furious. And, and they did have a spin-off. Yeah. Which had they diversified, so it gets Jason Statham, yeah. <clears throat> okay, what about this? Peter Jackson's Middle Earth franchise. The Middle Earth franchise? That's Lord oh, of the Rings. Man, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm going to have to go for Lord of the Rings for this one. This is just personal takes at this point, really. Yeah. Well, what about DCEU versus all the Batman movies? All. Including all of them. So that's Pete. Uh, that's, you know, yeah, Tim Burton's, Joel Schumacher's. So that's the Batman and Robin. The Dark Knight trilogy. All Batman movies. That's tough. DCEU. What would you say? They really vary in quality, don't they? The Batman they do. movies. They start that's... off good and then they go downhill and then they go back up again. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really spotty. There's because um, I, I I quite like a couple of the old um, Adam West Batman movie, and then I like yeah. Michael Keaton, um, and I and I really love Lego Batman. Yeah. Such a good movie. Such a so funny. I mean, they're but, all good movies, really. So Batman and Robin. Terrible. Yeah, even that one I enjoyed at the time. Yeah. Even though it's kind of obviously pooped on now. But at the time, it kind of went in with the flow of the direction the movies were going. So where do you put that? Which one's better? Oh, which one's better? Well, Just the moment, Batman I, movies I, I, or I, I, all of the DCEU? All of the, oh, no, all of the all. DCEU. I mean, as long as you get the director's cut when they fix things in the DCEU, it's fine. <laughs> when they fix Batman v Superman, when they fix... Um, Justice League, if they fixed Suicide Squad, I think they you said they did a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that needs a lot of work. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still, I'm just, I'm on a roll for DCEU at the moment. There's so much to look forward to. No, okay, I don't so know. I can't say that. It has to be a draw. It's a draw. I can't say it's better okay. than that. So DCEU. All of the DC movies against all of the X-Men movies. That includes Deadpool. Deadpool? He's X-Men, yep. It counts as, as X-Men. Yep, Wolverine. Uh, so the Logan movie. The really good, incredible good Logan one. movie. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're, you're telling me all the good ones here. Yeah, <laughs> X-Men First Class, which was an incredible reboot. That was, that was really good. Days of Future Past, which was the one where they did the, the time, the present and the thingy future. The time jumping stuff, which was another really good one, had yeah. X Men and X Men Two, X Men Two, which had that incredible start yeah. in the White House, and Deadpool One and Two. That's all part of the X Men series. So what's better, X Men? X Men bores me. I kind of don't. I kind of get bored of X Men. It's too much of it, and I'm not really interested in what everything that's going on anymore. But Deadpool is a problem. <laughs> It's always a problem for calling it. Calling it, um, just the dead two Deadpool movies alone probably could beat the DCEU. But then you've but, got the. X-Men but you had to put it with all the other ones. Yeah, at, at the moment it's looking. Oh no, I'm going to go for Deadpool. 
Okay. I mean, X-Men. <laughs> X-Men, yeah. Because I guess it's also, it's a bit of a variety, right? Because there's a bit of a cool backing in there. Logan's in there, which is incredible as well. Yeah. Uh, the next one, number six, James Bond, all 26 movies versus oh. DCEU's nine. Oh, well, Dan- Daniel Craig has laid it down. <laughs> yeah. He put the whole series down. I wasn't keen on Pierce Brosnan really that much. Either. Oh, I love Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I know. Most people do. A lot of people do. Um, but yeah, the whole lot. I'm gonna have to go for Bond. It's just it's it spans so long. Yeah. It's got such a legacy to it. Yeah. The next number five. So we're in the top five now. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man franchise. Ooh. I mean, that's an up and down series in in uh, success terms. Um, I'm just going to give this one to DCEU on the on the idea that the latest best ones are more Marvel universe than Spider Man universe, really. So, which DCEU movie do you think is better than Spider Man: Homecoming and Far From Home? Like I just said, I'm bagging them together with Marvel, <laughs> discounting everything. <laughs> uh, okay. But, you know, Justice League, the Schneider's cut is better. Oh, okay. So just then the one. next the next one, the fourth highest grossing movie franchise is just four movies. And that is the four Avengers movies, only Avengers movies. So that's Josh Whedon's number oh. one, The Age what? of Ultron, Infinity War and Endgame. Only Why those are they four movies. up? Because it's 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 a franchise, so you have got Spider Man okay. as a franchise, X Men. It's a tax thing, right? Avoiding tax. No, this is just the way this <laughs> website has just put a group them okay. together. Because we had Batman by himself. Um, yeah, I say so, the four Avengers movies versus every DCEU movie, and that that includes the bad ones: Batman v Superman. I think you forget Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, <laughs> Suicide Squad. The original Justice League. If you count yeah. those being made better in in recuts, then it's good. But if if they're old release cinematics, just it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. But I'm looking at it as a fixed DCEU. Um, so versus assembled franchise. I mean, Infinity Wars was brilliant. The original assembled was okay, pretty good. Um, I'm going to give it to DCEU, the wow. the fixed version. I mean, Infinity War was the the build up of all the Marvel movies, that up to Infinity War, makes is what makes Infinity War so good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to give it to. No, oh, it's tough, isn't it? Tough. Infinity War was a good was a good um, end to it all. I mean, I think you would clearly give it to in, in, Assembled. Yeah, I mean, Avengers. There's been, there's been better movies. I just couldn't sit through <laughs> couldn't sit through Man of Steel again because that was terrible. They that can fix super... it. Then it's fine. <laughs> but you, you're <laughs> living in this make-believe world where the movie that's already out and doesn't yeah. have a, another version to it, they're going to yeah. fix. They're not yeah. fixing Suicide Squad. It's, it's really just bad. in my head. It's a better <laughs> yeah. version. They fixed it, they just didn't release it or put it together. 
Okay, let's give it to Infinity War then. There you go. So they got one. Yeah. Uh, num- now we're into the top three. The third highest grossing franchise of all time, movie franchise, yes. is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Oh, okay. So that includes all the <laughs> Harry Potter movies and the two Fantastic Beasts movies. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just, I just, I just can't get DCE with my head. The four best ones we talked about. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Um, I mean, Harry Potter's a fun franchise. I have to say, the kind of mystery wizard movies, but uh, uh, I'll let you call it. I think <clears throat> they're both a mixed bag. Yeah. So that's I'd say they're on par because there's some good Harry Potter movies as the years went on, but the start yeah. wasn't that good, and TCU has a lot of bad starts. And okay. they're not fixed, <laughs> regardless of what they're, they're not fixed. <laughs> not fixed. Uh, but then, you know, yeah, there's a couple of good DCE movies towards the end and not Wonder Woman. But there are some good ones in there as well. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think it's a draw. The next one, number two, is the Star Wars movies. All of them. All of the Star Wars movies, all 12. Um, oh, Star Wars fans will hate me if I if I give this to DCU but you know yeah, they only needed the one movie Star Wars that's all you needed the rest was just unnecessary said the same about the DCU <laughs> no there's a whole arching story going on you can't just make one movie and that's it um, so I will give it who would you give it to? I mean, because you got to think of it as a whole, right? So Star Wars has yeah. the prequels, and then Star Wars has the the last one, which is so bad I can't remember the name. It has yeah. that one in there, and it has the Han Solo movie. So it's got some real stinkers in there. Yeah. But then the DCEU has Batman v Superman and Suicide yeah. Squad and Man of Steel and order. 1984. Just all, yeah. And Aquaman as well. You forget, there's so many bad movies in there. So um, I think they're as bad as each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go DCEU and say it, it's Disney's fault. They killed it. They killed it. They killed so now, Star Wars. <clears throat> now now is the big question. It's universe versus universe. Which is the better universe, the Marvel Superman. Cinematic or oh. the DCEU <laughs> Extended Universe? As a whole. As a whole, which is the better cinematic universe? It's unquestionable Marvel is solid. Aside from some Iron Man movies, I, that's pretty much it. They're, they've they've handled it solidly. There's not really a bad movie in there. So you can't really argue. It's Marvel, isn't it? It is Marvel, in it? So we, we spent two hours talking about on DCEU only to then say Marvel is better. <laughs> This is the plan all along. <laughs> Obviously, um, no, I, I agree. I think I think if you think of it as a, a overall, there's 23 movies, and if if oh, two of the, the if 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 four of those movies were bad, it's 20 percent of the movies. Yeah. And then if you think DCEU got 10 movies, and oh, if four of, four of those movies are bad versus six good, that's 40 percent. So overall strike rate 
is what I'm yeah. looking at, percentage strike rate, yeah. So I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe has better, overall better movies, yeah. Yeah, I mean, DCU is a wannabe Marvel Universe. That's what they are. Yes. And they, they, and they failed at trying to do it, and now they're finally getting their own stride. It's good. But, yeah, they failed first. Yeah. Mm. So that's our review of the DCEU. Um, I'm sure my guy Monkey will splice the two together and it'll feel seamless and it won't feel like yes. two parts. Even though it'll... we'll still have the explaining bit in the middle. So yes, just... <laughs> we'll keep that. Got to keep it, yes. Um, yeah. How can they contact us? Um, in the description below, there's stuff for Twitter, uh, Instagram, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Gmail, <laughs> there's, there's YouTube. Yeah, and all your other podcasting services. Yes, however you listen, tell a friend, subscribe. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, we're on podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, wherever wherever you find this thing. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And um, RIP DMX, as he passed away recently. Yes, I, th- I thought that's what we were talking about today. No, um, we'll, at some point we will get to, yeah. D- D- we'll talk about DMX as well. Uh, I think you know we listened to a lot of X growing up, so yeah. at at some point we will get to talking about X and his legacy. Yes, R.I.P. So for now, just R.I.P. Cut it. And thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Thank you. Bye. It's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brilliant. You. <laughs> <laughs> My guy reviews the podcasts.